Well, the title of this message is Promotion is on the Way. Punch your neighbor and say, I'm ready for it. My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into our program. Many of you that are watching today, you are in the middle of a valley. Maybe you've got some health issues, financial issues, and you're in a valley. Well, I've got some good news for you. You are in the middle of your miracle, and promotion is on the way. Be blessed by this message. We're living in a time now I have never seen so many attacks on the Christians in the body of Christ. I mean, it's like one attack. If it's not with your family, it's with your health. Out of the blue, something, you're attacked with something. And it's like, where did it come, come from? Well, it come from the enemy. Because he knows the call of God on your life. He knows this end time revival that's going to take place that's already started. And he's doing everything he can to discourage us and distract us from doing the call of God. But you know what? Today, I'm going to give him a black eye. We're going to put him under our feet. Amen. Amen. So let's get started in the word. I'm so excited to, to preach because I've got a message that I'm preaching to me. <laughs> but I believe it's for all of us because I think we're all going through valleys of some kind. Oh, yeah. Psalm 65, 9 through 13. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. Y'all say full of water. water. You provide their grain for so you have prepared it. You water its ridges abundantly. You settle its furrows, you make it soft with showers, you bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness and your past drip with abundance. They drop on the pastures the wilderness and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks, the valleys also are covered with grain. They shout for joy, y'all say joy. joy. They also sing, let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, anoint me to teach this word. Anoint every heart to receive. Amen. Now, when I read this scripture this week, it, it just brought joy because it's a scripture of life. See, Jesus came to give us all life and life more abundantly, but the old devil is working trying to kill, steal, and destroy all that he can in our lives. But when I thought about this scripture, you know, we all go through some dry seasons in our lives. And in this particular scripture, it says the river of God has plenty of water. And that really spoke to me. So that tells us we got to quit limited God. He's a God of more than enough. He's a God of blessings. See, so many times we'll say things like, well, I would have come up for prayer, but I think other people need it more than me. Have you ever felt that way? <laughs> And we felt that way, but you know, he's a God for all of us. And how we get the idea of, well, she's in worse shape than I am. That old preacher woman looks like she could use some prayer today. But you know, he's, he's a God for all of us. And he can bless us all physically, spiritually, financially. He's a God of more than enough. 
But for us to get that promotion in our lives, we got to take the limits off of God. Amen. Because we try to figure everything out. Yes. And it don't ever plan- go the way we planned. And some of you have been plowing for a long time. And you've been plowing in some dry ground. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes the Bible Belt is the hardest ground to plow in. Because everybody thinks they're saved. Well, y'all know what I want to say about that. And some of you have been plowing in some dry ground that is full of rocks, some weeds, and a few snakes. Some of those people you thought had your back was actually stabbing you in the back. But you kept plowing. You kept believing God. You wouldn't quit. You wouldn't give up. And when God reigns on it, hey, no man can curse what God is going to bless. He can rain down on any dry situation in your life. It may look impossible. It may seem like there's no hope. The doctor may have given you some of you watching by television a bad report. It's not over till God says it's over because when he pours his rain down on it, he will bring life in any dead situation, any impossible situation because the river of God has what? Plenty of water. Water represents blessings. The rain of God. And I thought this is going to be a visual and it's not even raining yet. He parted it for us today. But the rain of God. And some of you are spiritually dry. Because when you're going through some storms, sometimes it's hard to pray like you should. You get busy with life and trying to take care of everybody else that you don't take care of yourself. But I can tell you, this day he is going to rain down his Holy Spirit. And he's going to empower you. And he's going to refresh you. And you're going to leave here with some joy. Because some of you have lost your joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Now the difference between happiness and joy, some people just want happy, happy, happy. But you know, the real joy is knowing that you belong to Jesus. And that no matter what you're going through, you're going to make it. So today's the day that we get our joy back. Some of you have just, you've lost your strength. Some of your faith's been rattled just a little bit. But today is the day that you're going to get it back. Because why? Promotion is on the way. Amen? All right, we're going to talk about getting this promotion because I'm ready. All right, let's go to Psalms 23, 4 through 6, a very familiar scripture. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, in those days when you had a guest in your home, they would anoint your head with oil. And and Debbie brought this oil to me today, and I thought, you're going to pour that all over my head today? She said, the Lord said to anoint you with a lot of oil. (laughs) 
And see, that's the way they used to in Bible days. It wasn't a little dab of do it. They poured the whole bottle of oil on you. And she did. I said, let me wipe my hands off a little bit before I start praying for these people. They won't get oil all over their hair and their face. But that's okay. Represents the Holy Spirit. But when you were in the, at the table, they would anoint their guests with oil, and they were protected from the enemy. See, that's what's going to happen. The enemy watched them get, get blessed. And if you're going through something in your life right now, your enemy is going to have to watch you be blessed because God's got a table set before you. Now, my question is, do y'all have any enemies? Well, praise God, y'all are all just so sweet. Y'all must not be in ministry. <laughs> yeah, those people that talked about you, those people that uh, tried to destroy you, if you've been in any kind of ministry or any, if you've lived long enough, you're going to find somebody that's not going to like you. And if you're in ministry, it's a greater percentage. But God will bless. He has a way when we let the, the Lord be the vindicator and we don't try to take matters in our own hands and try to tell everybody off. The Lord will promote us and they will have to watch you be blessed. And they're like, how is she still kicking? I thought she would be quit by now. It's been 15 years. Well, some people, you just, you're like an energizer bunny. You get knocked down, but you get back up. And you just keep on going. Amen? And if you don't have any enemies, you got one. And that's the devil. And he, will, he is working overtime right now, trying to discourage and distract. He's wanting you to quit. He's wanting you to say, well, what's the use? Nobody cares. My prayers are not being answered. Hey. But you may get knocked down, friends, but you get right back up. Micah 7, 8 said, rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. I will arise. Say, I'm getting up. Some of you have been down too long. Sometimes you just got to preach to yourself. I've been preaching to myself all week. And I said, self, you better be listening to her. <laughs> Receive it. <laughs> but if you noticed in this particular scripture, you had to go through the valley of darkness before you were blessed before your enemies. Nobody wants to be in the valley. Have you ever been in the valley? It's like I told our team this week, thank God we're not all in the pit at the same time. Because that pit ain't it, is it? <laughs> Got to have somebody to pull you out. <laughs> but when you're going through the valley, this is a time of testing. And I want to just talk to you just a little bit about experience. I said, now, Lord, you did not have to give me an illustrated sermon to teach this message. But sometimes he will allow us to go through some things like that so we can relate to people more. But uh, I have started, and I'm not claiming it, but I'm just telling you, I've had a few health issues. And um, 
you know, I think as Christians, so many times we, oh, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it, but we don't deny, we deny it's right to be in our bodies. You got the symptoms, you got to be healed. You know, if your arm's broke, you can just wag, wag it all day long and say it ain't broke, but it is broke. <laughs> you know, and sometimes we look foolish when we, we look like we've never been through anything. And, and that's one thing people will say about this ministry, you're real. Because I, you got to be real for people to be healed. And I want you by watching my television, because some of you have been through some things and you're a Christian, you think, well, I've done something wrong or, hey, I, the preachers that I hear, they all got these great, wonderful lives. They never go through anything. Well, if you've got an anointing, you've been through something. A lot of people want a double portion anointing, but they don't want to go through what you went through to get that double portion. But anyway, um, I developed a little, some stomach issues and and I just don't go to the doctor, okay? Doug will tell you, I am a stubborn, stubborn patient. And so, anyway, I had some stomach issues. And he finally said, he said, you are going. He got, he got rough with me. <laughs> he sounded like authority. You are going to the doctor. And I said, I can't go now. I'll throw up all over them. I don't feel good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm going to be fine, and, and the Lord's healing my body. But the thing about it was, the, my hemoglobin, y'all, was eight. Now, for you that don't know that, that's the iron red blood cells in your body that carries oxygen to your lungs and your body parts. And I knew eight is very, very low. Seven, you need a transfusion. That's how low it was getting. Doug said, if I hadn't made you go to the doctor, you'd have probably passed out on that street out there. I said, that's true. <laughs> But anyway, um, I'm on the road to recovery. I'm, I'm feeling better. But I want you to know, but I know now, I, when people tell me they're anemic, I don't say, suck it up, buttercup, take up your bed and walk. I know what you're feeling like. Because when you don't feel good, you don't feel good. And see, that's when the enemy wants to come against you when you're going through the valley of life. And that spirit of fear will come upon you. Because what came into my mind, I said, why this time of the year? Because see, my mother, when uh, she went to the doctor, she thought this time of the year, you know, that's how the enemy puts stuff in your mind. This time of the year, she went to the doctor for a routine, uh, CT, well, not a routine, but a CT scan for, she thought she had gallstones or gallbladder problems and was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. So, you know, the enemy just puts those I mean, if you're not already, it's like, okay, okay. Enemy says, okay, this is it. And you're quoting the word. I'm just getting real with y'all. I'm just getting real with you because I think it's time for the body of Christ to get real and let people know we all go through things. Because I think you can't have faith for other people if you can't, if they can't even respect that you've ever, if you always act like you're always fine, everything's good, you've never been through anything. Hey, I want somebody there to be real and tell me the truth, okay? So anyway, um, I went to the doctor. I'm on the road to recovery and found nothing serious, so I'm okay. But, uh, but I want to tell you, in the valley is when the enemy will mess with your mind. See, in the valley is when that spirit of fear comes in. The spirit of fear that, you know, that would just ground you, okay? Especially if you've had a parent that passed away or you're sick or whatever. 
that fear will come in. And then not only that, when you're in the valley, you start Googling, you become Dr. Google. Have y'all ever, have y'all ever Googled your symptoms? And you're convinced that you're dying. <laughs> because I don't care what kind of symptom you got, it's gonna be with some disease that's out there. And you got your mind made up, but I've already got me figured out. I know what's wrong with me. Because I went to Dr. Google. But what we need to do is we need to go to Dr. Jesus. Spend more time in the Word than going to Dr. Google. And then when you're going through the valley, let's not forget, we become a little whiny. Even me. I looked in the mirror and I said, Sister, you look sick. <laughs> and then Doug was like, You do look pretty tired. And I thought, You know, it's almost when you're going through something and somebody tells you how bad you look, you start feeling worse. Well, I thought I felt pretty good today. Well, you just look so tired. <laughs> and so I was just, you know, I was kind of having a little pity parties. Just feeling, I'm just tired. I don't feel good. I don't have, it's the truth. It was. But it wasn't helping my situation by speaking those words over myself either. Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. And so what Doug said, he come in there one day, he said, I just want you to know I've been listening to you preaching. You preaching to yourself right now. And I said, I don't want to hear me preach to me today. <laughs> but when you go through the valley, you got to understand that surely and goodness and mercy will follow you. Jesus is with you in the valleys. And you'll never appreciate the mountain until you've been through the valley. But the lessons learned in the valleys of life is what a big God we serve. Has he been good to you? I mean, what a big God we serve. And not only that, you're going to have a greater level of anointing. See, you can't minister to other people if you've never been through anything in your life. And you can motivate people all day long, but if you've never been through anything... You can't minister to anyone else. So just understand, whatever you're going through, God is going to use your pain. It has a purpose to get you to where you're going in this end time revival. Amen. So say, I'm coming out of this valley. The mountain is waiting on me. Promotion is on the way. All right. Now let's go to a valley of need. 2 Kings 2, 19 through 22. Then the men of the city said to Elisha, please notice the situation of this city is pleasant as my Lord sees, but the water is bad and the ground barren. And he said, please bring me a new bowl, say a new bowl, a new bowl. and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the source of the water and cast it in the salt there and said, Thus says the Lord, I have healed this water. From it there shall no more death or barrenness. So the water remains healed to this day, according to the word of Elisha, which he spoke. Now, this was Elisha's second miracle. And the 
officials from Jericho came and told him that this water was impure. It was bare. It was no good. And what I noticed about this scripture is that how Elisha said, bring me a new bowl. Have you ever wondered why he said a new bowl and put salt in it? Why not an old bowl? Does that matter? Or why did he have to do anything? I mean, why did he just speak to that uh, water and say, be healed? He was used in that miracle. But see, the, the thing there was the new. God, for this promotion to take place in your life, God wants to do a new thing. Y'all say a new thing. But the problem is, we don't like new stuff. I mean, I like new stuff. But we don't want to do anything different to get to that new level. We're going to keep on doing the same way, the same way. Things don't ever change. But God maybe wanted to do something different in your life to bless your ministry, your family, your church. But you got to be obedient. But we get in our mind, we want our comfort zone. I don't want to do anything that's going to require more work out of me. Or Doug, he sure don't. But when God tells you to do something, and salt, hey, put the salt and it became pure and it was healed and it's still healed to this day. And I got to thinking about this. We as Christians are salt of the earth. And our country is beautiful and our city is beautiful, but our water can be tainted with unforgiveness and hate and bitterness and sin. But we're the salt of the earth, and when we add salt to it, it makes it pure. Love will take place. Revival will take place. Healing will take place. When you add Jesus to your bitter situation, he's going to make it much better. Amen? Amen. Our ministry is to spread the hope of Jesus to this hurting world through the media. Television is very expensive, but so worth it. By partnering with us, you can touch people's lives all over, and this world needs Jesus. If you would consider partnering with us, you can make a donation through our website, sandrahancock.org, or through the address that's on the screen, or you can even call us at 1-800-579-7350. I want to thank you in advance for being a blessing. I pray this message blessed you. And if you find yourself in the, the middle of a valley right now, maybe a valley of lack, a valley of desperation, I want you to increase your faith to know what a supernatural, miracle-working God that we serve. Quit limiting God. Hey, He is the final authority. He is the great physician. He is the great I am. He is whatever you need Him to be. So I'm just believing with you today that promotion is on the way and you're going to be stronger and healthier than ever before. Now, if you're watching this program and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, that's the most important decision you'll ever make. And if that's you and the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, I want to lead you to Jesus and just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross just for me, and you rose again on the third day. Come into my heart and come into my life, and from this day forth, I'm going to live for you. If that, if you prayed that prayer, congratulations. Find you a good Bible-believing church and grow to be more like Jesus. But if you're watching this program and you find yourself in the middle of a valley, 
one of those times in your life that you see no way out. We do have a 1-800 number, a prayer line, and we would be uh, honored to pray with you. Just leave a message if we don't pick up right away because it's a very busy line. Now, I can't go off the air without thanking our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you. We're all on Team Jesus together. As we team together, we can share Jesus to a hurting world. It's not just us. It takes all of us and funding together to spread Jesus to this world, and we could use your help right now. Now, send us praise reports. I love to see what the Lord is doing in your life, and I believe the Lord touched you as I was praying today, and I would just love to hear that praise report. Now, next week, we're going to have part two of this message. Promotion is on the way. Don't you dare miss it. But until then, this is Sandra Hancock with Voice of Hope, and remember, your hope is in Jesus. Thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast. Many of you that are watching this broadcast, you feel like you're at the end of your rope. You've got some impossible situations, but I got some good news. You have hope in Jesus because we still serve a supernatural miracle working God of now. I also would like to invite you to come out and join us in one of our powerful conferences in a city near you. It would make our day to have you as our guest. If you think our broadcast is powerful, wait and come and experience the presence of the Lord. You'll love it. Also, I want to thank our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we thank you for helping us spread Jesus to a hurting world. God bless you all.